0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast, we're going to talk about psychedelic therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> far out, man! <laughs> it's going to be I'm wild. <laughs> we're going to talk about psychedelics and how they're being used or how they could be used. Because we'll get into the the question of legality in this um, as we get into the show. But yeah, we're going to talk about the the possible benefits of of using psychedelics for therapy and for many different reasons. We're going to cover all of those. It's going to be a far-out show, man. (laughs) And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff. We'll be right back. Sweet. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized
1: thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country, and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Far out, man. Yes, sir. We are here. (laughs) In the podcast, your voice, Southfield Studios. Well done, the Palatial Studios. With me back from back from New York is Matt Fox. <laughs>
1: yeah, that happened.
0: Yeah, fantastic. That yeah, happened. I, I, make sure you didn't end up in a on the on the, um, on the subway. Know, no, I didn't want to see the last scene of The Untouchables happen to you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You, you know, saw baby carriage rolling down the steps and all chaos breaks loose.
1: You know,
0: the worst things could have happened. <laughs> or, or, did you get stuck in Central Park with, I know there are a lot of, a lot of movies where bad things happen in Central Park. I, I, I
1: did go through Central Park and I yeah. got to see all where like the movie sets were done, uh-huh. all the buildings around the Ghostbusters yeah, building. You cool. You know, cool. You know yeah. they, the gentleman in the horse drawn carriage, right? He was pointing all that fun stuff yeah,
0: out. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was awesome. really so interesting. Glad, glad to have you back. Thanks, man. Uh, we missed you while you were gone. So, <laughs> make make here we cry. are yeah yeah um let me tell you folks where you can find me uh my website is motorcityhypnotist.com um always a work in progress so if you see something that's wrong just message me because I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm 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 i it's it's again it's always something that's a work in progress being updated and fixed and, and corrected so uh yeah let me know if you find something that's like blare, glaring error or, or you
1: know, something totally to wrong yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah um my social media, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist, and Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are all Motor City Hypno. H y p n o. H y p n o. So you can find me on all my social media. Uh, if you like to follow me, um, I'm probably most active as as far as all of social media. I do post on Instagram regularly. I don't I don't interact on Instagram so much. Um, so, so really the best place is just to, to follow me on my Facebook page. That's where I, I post a lot of, of stuff, information, videos. Actually, all of, the, all of the Facebook Live videos for the podcast go right to my Facebook page. So you can go back, geez, a year and a half and find most of our Facebook Live videos. So if you want to rewatch it rather than listening to it, you could do that too. You, you could see one, two, three, three different studios that we've been in. Well, I mean, because we were, we were in Northville, uh-huh. then we went to downtown Detroit, yeah. it's a shipping company, and then we were here. Yeah, yeah so it's only three. Yeah, it, it's a traveling yeah, podcast. It was, yeah, we a traveling podcast. Well, we need to do an on-location sometime. Yes, we do. That would be fun. Where would you, where would you want to do that? Uh, someplace with alcohol. Oh. Oh, what <laughs> maybe, maybe we could do like a back-to-back, like a, okay. a Motor City okay. Hypnotist, and then we'll go right into a man cave. Where do we want to drink first and then do a man cave? We could, oh, that, that could be fun. <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> Well, speaking of psychedelics, maybe we'll throw that in the mix. Always thinking, always thinking. Yeah, but I mean, I mean we could do one. Um, yeah, who knows? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, in a, I don't know. have to think about that. I had myself brainstormed. I had myself on mute there for a second. Did so. you really yeah, hear, I did. Were you talking on mute? Yeah, I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been
1: smoking something apparently. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: uh, so, yeah, um, follow me on social media. Long story short. Um, as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide, so check the links in the show notes for that, uh, and, and we'll throw some other things in. We always have links for stuff that's... Yeah, sure. Just look for the links. You'll, you'll get free stuff. Free downloads. Easiest way. This episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. It is my new book. It's been out for... It's still new. I'm going to call it new until it's a year old, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. Because it's only a couple... couple two, Over two months old. Mm-hmm. I was released in August. Uh, It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble websites, and you can get it at any bookstore. Uh, If they don't have it on the shelf, uh, they can order it for you. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if if you're in some rural area where you can't get your... Rural. rural, You know, I I have a very hard time with that word. You have a hard
1: time with hard, too.
0: Yes. Hard hard time. It's a hard time. (laughs) It's a rural. Rural. R-U-R-A-L? Yeah. Rural. I, for, I've always had difficulty with that word for some reason. It's not difficult. It's rural. Is it, is it like Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire.
1: I can say that.
0: Worcestershire. Or is it Worcestershire? See, it depends if you're from England or not. Correct. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, if you're in an area that, that, you know, you might be more remote, your bookstore can order. They have access to it, which is great. So if you get the book, and I would appreciate it if you did, um, it's not a long read, 100, little less than, it's 148 pages, somewhere just under 150. Mm-hmm. Um, and you enjoy it, leave a review. Leave an Amazon review, and also if you get it from Barnes & Noble, if you get it from there online, you can leave a review there. But reviews help me because that gets my book in front of more people, which then more people buy it. So that's kind of the idea. Right. So I'd really appreciate, it if you buy it, to read it and leave me a good review. That'd be fantastic. Thank you. And while we're talking about reviews, please leave a review for the podcast. Uh, I know a lot of you follow us on uh, Facebook, on Facebook Live, because we record Friday evenings, typically from 6 to 7 Eastern time. And um, uh, but, but a lot of you listen to the audio portion of the podcast, which comes from a podcast provider. So whether you're on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher, or whoever whoever your p- podcast platform is, um, connect to Uh, join accept whatever it is that hooks you up to our show so that you get it automatically in your feed and leave a review that would be greatly appreciated Mm -hmm. all right i think we got all the all the crazy stuff out of the way awesome what's next it's time for our that's how winning is done Oh, speaking of winning, I, I just saw my, my sister Amy popped in. Hey, Amy, hope you're well. Glad to joining us as usual. Thanks for uh, popping in. Um, so, our winner of the week, yes, is and I, for those of you who are on Facebook Live, you can see my shirt. I'm going to try to um, I'll, I'll model it a little bit for you, uh-oh, but uh-oh. Uh, there it is. There it is. Where where were you at earlier this week? I, I saw the Rolling Stones on Monday night. Did you know? I did. First time ever. I've never seen The Stones. I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. Yeah. And it's just one of those that just, I I don't know why. I've always liked them. It just never worked out timing or it just never worked out to see them in in person. Sure. So long story short, I got these tickets before Uh covid Oh, wow. Okay. So we've had the tickets for over a year and a half. Goodness. The show was supposed to be, I believe, the original show date was May of 2020. Okay. We got the tickets like back January, maybe? Yeah, maybe even before the first of the year. Mm. We got them early. So the pandemic hit. They postponed the show. In the meantime, a year goes by, a year and a few months. And then in August, Charlie Watts dies, their Mm -hmm. drummer.
1: Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, man. You know, wouldn't you know it? I'm, I'm trying to see this group there. there, And I'm going to go through some, some information about them in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, then Charlie Watts dies. And I'm like, oh, man, that stinks. I, yeah, so, so finally we get the show. It was last Monday uh, in Detroit. It, it was great. I've never seen the Stones. It was, it was, they're still doing their thing. So, so I picked them as winner of the week, not only because I like them, but because, and I'm just going to give you some information. The Stones first played in Detroit. Guess what year it was, man?
1: 1968, I'll
0: say. 64. Oh, my God. That's before I was born. Oh, my goodness. They, their first, they first played Detroit the year before I was born. Wow, God. What, God I'm trying to remember
1: the, the music that they had back then. Uh, yeah. Da, 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 I can't remember some of those early, early, early Early, albums. early. Like uh, yeah, Brown Sugar? Like early
0: songs. Brown Sugar is one of them, I think? Right. That's a good question. I'd have to go back to the oh. discography and right. take a look I'll, at that. I'll take a peek. So they first played Detroit in 64. So um, Charlie Watts, the drummer who, who passed away, he was 80 when he died back in August. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick Jagger is 78. Keith Richards is 77. And Ronnie Wood is the youngster of the group at 74. So Jeez. here are all of these guys still in their late 70s. Mm-hmm. Playing music on stage, doing something they love. Yeah,
1: it was 1973 when Brown Sugar came out. So okay, I was so, way off.
0: Yeah, so yeah, it had to be. Um, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I, I, even I couldn't know. even imagine the, the, those beginning songs. But to but. be
1: that age and still rocking it out and yep. still being yep. a front man as Mick Jagger is, and still skipping around. Yeah, you know. And Keith Richards, of course, he's never going to ever, he's going to outlive everybody.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like those memes online that, hey, here's Keith Richards with uh, his daughter, Betty White. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. Things right. like that. That just, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it was great to see them because they still love what they do. That's the whole thing. I I think that's why I wanted to put them in. One, I love the concert. I love the Stones. I, I love that this people are still doing what they love, even at, a, at their, their ages, at, in, their, in their upper 70s. Mm-hmm. Except for Ronnie Wood, who's 74. He's, he's the young guy. He's a little young. but <laughs> um, So think about that. If, if you're doing something you love, and you're still doing it when you're a senior citizen or into your 80s, mm-hmm. 70s, 80s, yeah. good for you. And you still can. You have the, yeah, and you, you have still the... can. You still have the, the desire to do it. And the dexterity. Yeah, and, and are able to do uh, it. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. So yeah, what Man, is it and, and, and it was a great show. It, it was good. I, I was telling Matt before before we started that th- the sound was, was a little muddled. I, I don't think it was – it, it was kind of a little muddy, mm-hmm. let's say. Mm-hmm. But, but I I loved the show. I loved the show. I loved seeing them live, thank mm-hmm. goodness, because uh, – I, I think I, this could be their last tour. Who sure, knows? Right. You, you never know with age. You,
1: you know, a number of friends, you know, that are on Facebook, you mm-hmm. know, they did, you know, take a video of where they were at and yep. what have you. And yep. some of the sound that I heard on just on those cell phones, they right. actually sounded
0: pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, depending on which De- which song and which, you know. And where uh, you were sitting. And where, where you, you were sitting. sitting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's fair. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. Rolling Stones. Winners. Definitely winners of the week. <laughs>
1: How winning is done.
0: All righty. Oh, well, here we go. Let's let's get let's take a trip. <laughs> let's take a trip together, Matt.
1: So we're we gonna take that trip in a Volkswagen <laughs> we, bus too. We, we might. We <laughs>
0: might. You never know. We'll go smoke peyote in the desert. <laughs> and dance around like Jim Morrison. <laughs> this is the yeah. end. <laughs> So we're going to talk today about psychedelic therapy. This has been something that's come up. And, and, and in fact, Matt and I were just talking about their documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. about psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And uh, very interesting if you've not watched that. So, so we're looking at, at substances that are mind-altering. And um, so it's a long story short, a psychedelic plant induces hallucinations or a different way of thinking mm-hmm. that that's the way I like to say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and there are many forms of psychedelics, including LSD uh, magic mushrooms. And I'm getting to, I'm, I'll get into the specific different types mm-hmm. uh, as we go through this. All right. But lately there've been a lot of studies in, in progress over the last, I'm going to say more. So I've seen it in the last 10 or 20 years of using psychedelic drugs as therapy. For to help people with issues that um, other drugs may not have helped people with.
1: Is it because it alters the brain chemistry a little bit more? Yes, diff- in a different way. In a different what?
0: way, possibly. But and, and here's the thing, and, and I'll, I'll I'll get on a soapbox for a moment. There's so many medications as far as medications for mental health. Just look at antidepressants. The the the, the different number of of antidepressants from Prozac to Zoloft mm-hmm. to Paxil to. Um, Cymbalta. To, I, I mean, I could I could name a, a whole page of, of different antidepressants. Um, two major anti anti anxiety drugs with it, Xanax and Clonopin, which are are um, again have have they change brain chemistry. The, the issue with most of these drugs is that they're, they're man made. Mm-hmm. They're chemicals. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, made, they're made in a lab. They're medications that are formulated to, to change your brain chemistry. The great thing with psychedelics is, is they're all natural. Mm-hmm. They, they, they come from, a, they're not artificially manufactured. I guess that's the main point. They
1: come from Mother Earth.
0: They do. So, really, the goal of psychedelic therapy is to increase the success uh, that, that somebody is going to overcome either depression or anxiety. Or we'll talk, we're talking about a, a lot of other areas that you wouldn't even think it would be applicable, such as substance abuse, which mm-hmm. sounds counterintuitive. Right. But we'll get into that. Okay. So, so the, the, the big thing is, well, how does it work? Like, what... You know, what benefits would this have over, let's say, an antidepressant like Prozac Mm -hmm. or Zoloft? So most traditional medications for mental health, antidepressants in particular, take three to four weeks, um, several weeks. I'll say that. It can be different for every person, but at at minimum, a couple couple, two to four weeks to get into the full level into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. So if you start taking Prozac, let's say, today you're not going to feel that full effect for for two to four weeks mm. because it builds up in your bloodstream over time. And if you're on a different type of
1: antidepressant, you have to wean off of that while you're weaning on to the new one. So, so it has to
0: be like, like one going slowly down while the other one goes slowly up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's never a good idea on any medication to just stop taking it. Right. Never go cold turkey. Uh, never go cold turkey not, unless it's like –
1: Unless you're having a severe a, a reaction. Tylenol or yeah. something,
0: yeah. I, I, but, but even so, if you're yeah. taking something regularly, it's not good just to stop it. That's fair. Um, and, and definitely with, and you can have a, a really severe withdrawal symptoms with anti anxiety medication like Xanax or Clonopin. Hmm. Taking those, if you've taken those regularly over time and just stop, you're, you'll have withdrawal symptoms, Ooh,
1: okay. which
0: is not a good thing. So. Traditional medications for, for depression, and um, and the, the anti-anxiety ones are pretty quick-acting, but let's say that people are suffering from depression. It's going to take weeks before you even know if this antidepressant is going to work, and here's the catch. I keep using Prozac as an example. It's just one of the most well-known antidepressants. Okay. If you start taking Prozac, it can, it's going to take three or four weeks and another appointment with your psychiatrist to figure out if it's even working. Mm-hmm. And let's say after a month, he'll say, well, let's give it a couple more weeks, possibly. Then it's two months. You realize it's not working for you. Now we have to start a different antidepressant medication. Let's try Zoloft now. (laughs) So honestly, and I I say this because I've I've talked with our, our psychiatrist in our office a lot. Sometimes it's a crapshoot because you don't know how somebody's physiology is going to react to the medication you're giving. Right. Everybody's has a different physiology and a different reaction. That's why there's so many different types of antidepressants because everybody's going to react differently to them. So it is kind of a crapshoot to guess what's going to work and hope that this one works. And if it doesn't, we have to try another one. So, so time is one of the big things that that's a downfall of traditional antidepressant medications. Hmm. Um, so now most research, is, as far as psychedelics go, have found that... The improvement is immediate. But okay. As, as soon as that medication takes effect, oftentimes a single dose will will be effective for someone. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to get into it, but yes. I I, I raise my hand. Yeah.
1: Because you know you, you think of psychedelic drugs. People think of substance abuse. Yep. Or yep. being or being dependent on it. Right. So is that a, is that if they if everyone someone reacts immediately to it, do they?
0: tend to be more dependent on it as time goes on? Well, it's interesting because much of the research has shown that there, there, there's, not a, there, there's not a dependency with psychedelics. Okay. So, so a, a drug like, I'm, I'm trying to think of a drug that would be something like heroin. Mm-hmm. Heroin is super addictive. Yes. Often after like one time of using it, people are addicted, and it's a, it's a bad addiction. Mm-hmm. They have to have it. Psychedelics, on the other hand, the studies have shown, and we'll get into details, that it's typically not—it's not, it's not um, habit forming. It's—it's it's not something that you will ha- have cravings for, Okay.
1: unless somebody has a weak constitution.
0: Yeah, yeah, possibly. And yeah. And, and I shouldn't say—I'm sure somebody might have that, but mm-hmm. but it, it's much less habit forming than heroin. something like heroin, okay, or Fair cocaine or, or alcohol, even. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Um, so. Some psychedelic drugs or most psychedelic drugs have an effect on your brain. Now. The big thing is is that it 's different for everyone. I, I would kind of compare it, I, it in a sense it 's like pot if, if, if everybody smoke pot, everybody 's going to have a little different experience with it, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though it kind of the idea is kind of the same, but mm-hmm. it 's going to be different for everyone it can hit from the bomb so so let me so some people want to know well you know how does it work like how does it help me as far as my mental health goes so what psychedelics will give you is kind of a mystical or a psychedelic experience and so so it, it and, and let's say that that you take a psychedelic and you have this experience of, of something that's like really meaningful to you it's just like hits you like oh my gosh and you or you have a realization
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it could it could automatically just with that one experience, shift your mindset to a different way of thinking about it.
1: Yeah, dog. hey Dave.
0: Yeah, what if
1: dog was really spelled C A T?
0: Oh man,
1: man ogre. <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. Or, have... or...
0: <gasps> oh, <laughs> great Odin's Raven! <laughs> wow, you just blew my mind. <laughs> So really, what we're looking for is is for for a psychedelic medication to 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 make somebody think or behave differently. That's the whole point, point. and that's the whole point of mental health, is to think and behave differently. Mm-hmm. That that's the whole point. Um, here's an interesting one, and this goes right along. I mean, where we I'm a hypnotist. That our our show is called the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. It increases suggestibility when ah, you take psychedelics. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. can see that. Yep. So they may be more suggestible. You might be more open and responsive and, and um, accept uh, suggestions more readily than you would otherwise.
1: We have, uh, we have someone that just checked yeah. in, uh, Renee Bodine. Hi.
0: Oh, oh cousin, cousin Renee, thanks finally. for checking in. She says, finally catching you live. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Thanks for jumping in, Renee. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a psychedelic and join us on the trip. <laughs> 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 Great. Heavens. what kind of radio show is this it's a crazy one
1: it's a it's a it's an
0: awesome one. the other thing that psychedelics can do is it changes your neurotransmitters in your brain which is the same thing that um is that the firing anti- of your anxieties your do it's the same thing that antidepressants do they change the amount or the or the function of neurotransmitters in your brain okay so f- think of neurotransmitters i'll I'll try to put it in a layman's sense. Think of that as a conductor. Neurotransmitters are conductors of electricity. Hmm. and that the, that that conductor, the neurotransmitters, help those signals in your brain. Uh, go from one synapsis to the other was I was going to yes. say the word synapse, yes, okay, so you have brain synapse and 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 they uh, I think of them as a spark plug. You mm-hmm. need that spark between the two of them to make a connection right and that 's how your brain works, so the neurotransmitter is the chemical that makes that connection possible okay it 's the it 's the conductor it 's the thing that that uh, uh, like we say with electricity mm-hmm. oh that 's a th- uh, you know metal 's a conductor of electricity, so you don 't want to don 't touch shock with that don 't right. touch that, yes um, so, so, it changes the neurotransmitter either production or the way it works in your brain
1: would that have an immediate effect as
0: well? that would have an immediate effect, yep, okay, yep, so many mental health drugs, like i said they they act directly on neurotransmitters to change mood, that's what the antidepressants do um, but with psychedelic drugs, it's an immediate change mm. it you have that you have that reaction instantly huh so so that's kind of the benefits of using now. And I want to preface this because I don't want anybody thinking right off the bat before we get done with our entire, <laughs> our entire show that, oh, let me go get some psychedelics. W- w- there are definitely some guidelines with this. So, uh, and, and as far as amounts also. Um, so, so we're going to get into that. So let me talk about, first of all, we're going to cover some types of psychedelics, okay. different types of psychedelics. So just like in medications for for therapy or for mental health, there's a lot of different kinds of antidepressants, a lot of different kinds of anti-anxiety medication, um, a lot of different kinds of medications for attention for somebody with ADHD, mm. uh, Adderall might be effective or, or Ritalin. That's what typically they would that they, they have in the past prescribed to children.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So just with, like with psychedelics, there are different types and they act differently in your brain. Um, so we're going to start first of all one of the most common one um is um LSD. So LSD and I and I I'm, and I'm going to try to pronounce this it's lysergic acid diethylamide 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 lysergic acid diethylamide. Oh was going to look up what LSD yep. was yeah. Now and and just keep in mind and I'm going to get into the classifications in a little bit but all these all these psych, psychedelics I'm talking about are class 1 they're schedule 1 drugs right. which means they're illegal illegal, illegal. Mm-hmm. they're in fact LSD is on the same schedule that heroin is mm-hmm. so but but we're going to get into the, the, the their ways <laughs> and I okay. and I'm going to get into that and I, nothing nefarious or illegal I'm I'm it's it's starting to change let's say that okay um so LSD alters the senses and causes hallucinations. So it was invented or synthesized in 1938 by a Swiss chemist, Albert Hoffman, to treat respiratory depression. So he, he developed this drug to help somebody who was having respiratory distress. So you said
1: he synthesized it, but I thought we were talking about they were, being, they were not man-made.
0: Well, it's, it's synthesized from a plant. Okay. Okay, yeah, that comes, the, the substance comes from the plant, but it has to be processed. All right. I just I was yes. looking for clarification. Yep. Thank nope, you for that. No worries, no worries. So Hoffman, this is great. Hoffman accidentally discovered its hallucinogenic properties when he's absorbed some through his skin. Of course he did. Whoa, he's like, man. whoa, what's going on? <laughs> I'm seeing squirrels.
1: What in blazes are you talking about? There's yeah.
0: So, so he was he was developing this medication to treat respiratory issues and accidentally discovered it's a, a hallucinogenic. Hmm. So, over the next fifteen years, from nineteen forty three, LSD was used as an anesthetic and to support psychoanalysis. Okay. So we go back to psychoanalysis. It was Freud's approach to therapy, which was very common early in in, in the nineteen hundreds.
1: You said nineteen. 19-
0: that was in 1943 onward for the next 15 years. Okay,
1: the so one it originally, uh, when it was originally synthesized? 38,
0: 1938. Yep. Okay, first synthesized in 1938. Wow, but here's the thing: he synthesized it in 38, but they didn't discover it had hallucinogenic properties till 43. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So he had a he had a five year gap where he had no idea what you
1: know w- what's going on. It was like he people, probably people were like,
0: that. oh, I'm breathing great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he but no he lost idea. all that time because he right. was absorbing it. <laughs> um. So again, it was used as an anesthetic and to support psychoanalysis. Uh, and then, of course, the counterculture of the 60s led it to start being used for recreational purposes, right? for trips and Lower to get high. Um, so, uh, of course, this brought media into it in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, we start talking about psychedelic trips, psychotic behavior, random acts of violence. And, and, and the media started attributing this to this. Drug. New drug LSD, right, which was really wasn't very new. Correct. Okay. Uh, so production was stopped, and in 1967, LSD was banned and classified as a Schedule One drug hmm. with no acceptable medical use. Okay. That was in 1967, and then since then, of course, its popularity decreased because you can't can't get it unless you're. You but know, if they
1: hadn't sure. done that, how much nicer would we all be? You know,
0: right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so kind of like. And typically, there are street names for a lot of these drugs. And mm-hmm. with LSD, it's acid, mm-hmm. purple haze, dots, blotter. Right. Th- those are kind of the st- common street names. So here's some here's some key facts on LSD. Uh, naturally occurring hallucinogens have been used for thousands of years in many, many different cultures. Of course. And, and And we can kind of look through history and know that. In 2013, so that's not that long ago, some 1.3 million people aged 12 and older, or 0.5% of the population in the U.S., had used hallucinogens. Wow. LSD is a potent and illegal hallucinogen that blurs the line between perception and imagination. Hmm. Um, again, it's illegal because they classified it as Schedule One drug. Right. Now, here's, the, here's the, one of the dangers. Uh, the use of that the use of LSD may trigger the onset of schizophrenia in mm-hmm. those predisposed to the condition. Okay. So the, the, here's, where, here's where it could keep, be an issue. If somebody, if somebody is predisposed, or let's say that somebody was, was um, they were going to develop schizophrenia, mm-hmm. this could bring it on or, yeah. or exacerbate the symptoms gotcha. sooner than they would have manifested in normal conditions. Okay. Um, and the effects of it can last up to 12 hours. Wow, yeah,
1: that's a long time. It is to be seeing rainbows and ponies, right? Yeah, and midgets. On, on.
0: So, so the next one is DMT, and DMT is a chemical available in plants. Some plants, of course. So, I'm, I'm gonna again, I'm gonna enunciate this as best I can. It's dimethyltryptamine. Dimethyltryptamine. Okay. It's a hallucinogenic tryptamine drug that occurs naturally in many plants and animals. It's also referred to as the spirit molecule due to the intense psychedelic experience. Hmm. Um, So it's lesser known than other psychedelics like LSD or magic mushrooms. DMT produces a brief but intense visual and auditory hallucinogenic experience. Wow. Yeah. So it's very visual and auditory. Uh, again, DMT is a Schedule One controlled substance in the United States, which means it's illegal to manufacture, buy, possess, or distribute. As a class, I've never, I've never a, heard of it. As, as a Schedule One, I've never heard of that. I, you know, what? Doing this research, I had neither, and okay. and I, again, I'm not sure how. Um, I'll get I'll get into the um, some more facts about it. Okay. Um, hmm. Again, no, no, right now, no, ex, no recognized medical use. Um, so despite its illegal status, DMT is used in some religious ceremonies in various settings for an awakening or to obtain deep spiritual insight. So as I said, DMT has been used for as a drug for thousands of years. Uh, Use of the drug is part of a shamanic ritual that is common in South America. Hmm. Side effects include powerful hallucinations. And again, due to the nature of the drug, it's known as the spirit molecule. So the DMT is a white crystalline powder that's derived from certain plants found in Mexico, South America, and parts of Asia. Um, it's typically consumed in the following ways, vaporized or smoked in a pipe, cool. consumed orally in brews, or snorted or injected on rare occasions. Wow. Now, here's the, here's the thing that's interesting. The chemical root structure of DMT is very similar to the anti-migraine drug sumatriptan. Sum, Sumatropan. Sumatriptan. Is that it? Sumatriptan? Yeah. I, I don't know that one because yeah. I've not had migraines. Sumatriptan. So it's similar to the anti-migraine drug sumatriptan. Um, and it acts as, a, as a without getting into the, to the scientific details, a non-selective agonist at most or all of the serotonin receptors. Again, really uh, doing the same thing that, that anti-migraine drug would do.
1: It's just it's expanding the... Uh, or, It's expanding the blood vessels in the Mm -hmm. brain. So more blood can get through. That's where the migraines are because the blood vessels are
0: tightening up. And there's also evidence that DMT is produced uh, naturally in the body, specifically in the pineal gland in the brain. Hmm. When smoked, the average dose of DMT is is believed to be somewhere between 30 and 150 milligrams. The effects peak and plateau for three to five minutes. Um, So here, here are some of the slang terms. And again, I've never heard any of these. Uh, the Dimitri, the Businessman's Trip, the Businessman's Special, okay, Fantasia, or this, this one's the best, the 45 Minute Psychosis. <laughs> I was going to, well, the, the, the,
1: the third one, Fantasia. Yeah. I, just one thing comes to mind. If I was yeah. on it, I'd be going,
0: Fucker! <laughs> <laughs> so again, I, I wasn't very familiar with that one. But 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 again that's it's being it's it's used common use in South America for shamanistic rituals. Huh. So it's 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 used. Okay then. So folks, we're going to get into a couple more. We're going to talk about a couple more of these psychedelic drugs and I'm going to tell you exactly what things they're being used for or the studies that they're, they're studying right now, what things that will address as far as your mental health. All right. Well, maybe not yours in particular, but mental health in general. But but and and we're going to talk about well how how does this how do i get this or how how do how do people get it okay uh, we'll get into that all right so yeah stay tuned for next episode we're going to finish up on on the different types and then i'm going to tell you how it affects therapy and then kind of what the future may hold as right. far as psychedelics go
1: and those on facebook live yep. stick around facebook
0: live stick around those of you on audio skip ahead to the next episode or wait till tuesday or thursday and it'll be there there you go all right folks change your thinking change your life laugh hard run fast be kind